Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Head to Bet Online today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Now, use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50%. Welcome your bonus on your first deposit. Now, Bet Online is where the game starts. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Believe in Bills podcast. I'm your host, Justice General Rafford. Uh, don't got Mook with me tonight. Uh, maybe maybe a little bit later. We'll see what happens. But um, got me for tonight. We're just going to talk. We're going to talk briefly about the Chiefs, and then we'll get right into the Cowboys because it's a big game. It's a big game. But we had a big game last week too. Buffalo Bills went to Arrowhead, or as we affectionately like to refer to it now, it's Allen Head. Uh, because Josh Allen has won his last, well, at least his last three regular season games there. Um, obviously, took a tough loss in the playoffs to them, which is the 13-second game where we lost that game, not because of Josh, uh, but Josh goes into Arrowhead typically and gets the dub. To Okay, so he lost twice at Arrowhead because he did lose um, – to to the, the 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 two playoff matches, um. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, he he's a three and two at Arrowhead, three and three overall. Yeah, if that makes sense. Three and three overall versus Patty Mahomes. Uh, Bills get the dub. Um, a lot of people say, "Oh, we lucky." Um, you know, and and, and we shouldn't have won, but when. We are unlucky. We have shot ourselves in the foot. Now, to me, you can't really have it both ways. Either you get, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, either you blew the game or you won the game. 
So like you you could blow it, of course, um, but that doesn't negate the other team and what they've done to win the game because a game is not going to come down to just one play. Like a game is an amalgamation of all the plays put together to give you a final result. So you can't just say that we lucky because Kadarius Tony got a big ass foot. Like that don't make no sense. Um, and not only that, but bro had been lining up on the line multiple times throughout the game. And people somehow found that as a justification to say the refs cheated the chiefs. When to me, it was just like, Oh, they just let the chiefs get away with a whole bunch of stuff. And then when the ref literally could not see the ball, could not see the ball on the line of scrimmage, he then decided, all right, I'm going to throw the flag now. And he threw the flag. And before the play even happened, the flag was thrown. And it, it, it was going to come back regardless of anything besides a fumble or an interception or a, a turnover and change of possession in some ways. But that play was not going to stand if it was a positive for the Kansas City Chiefs in any way, shape, or form. So because you, you know, you don't get to live and have your little lateral, which, I mean, yeah, it was a cool play. I'm tired of cool plays happening against the Bills, though. Uh, but it, it was a cool play. doesn't count, though. And for the people who saying, oh, you lost a moment in history and all this other stuff, people still use the Derrick Henry stiff arm over Josh Norman. That play didn't count. So miss me with all that. Um, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, they embarrassed themselves as far as I'm concerned. Uh, that that was uncalled for. And <clears throat> I would like to see them disciplined or, you know, reprimanded in some way uh, with a heavy fine. They fined Josh for what they signed. Oh, they signed, they, they fined Josh for pointing at someone. So if the, the face of the league and his head coach, who is, I mean, at least a generational talent as a coach. If they're attacking the league, I feel like there should be some type of repercussions for that. So that's just my uh, opinion on it. Um, but the Buffalo Bills did get the W, a well-needed W. Uh, and the defense played really, really well. They, they really didn't let the Chiefs get very much. Uh, and now you got a huge test going in to a game versus the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. Uh, Dallas is going to be coming to Orchard Park, looking at about 40, 40 degrees, so some overcast, so you might see some rain that day. Uh, it's going to be a slugfest because you got two great teams, and you can say what you want about the Bills. Maybe, oh, um, they're not a great team. That's fine. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you, um, but – if the Buffalo Bills coming to your city, you worry whether you want to call them a good team or not. You're thinking, uh, I don't know if we get done this week. I hope we get it done this week. That's what you're thinking. Anytime a Buffalo team lines up against you, um, they, they, they have 17 on the other side of the, of the ball. So uh, Josh Allen alone, him and Stephon Diggs, they're a threat in itself. So you're going to have to deal with that regardless. And I appreciate um, certain like media members 
kind of giving some pushback to this whole Josh Allen turnover narrative and how he's this and how he's that. And and I, I look at it and I'm like, all right, well, last week in that Chiefs game, Patrick Mahomes threw a pretty bad interception that, that led to getting points taken off the board for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they lost by three points. That was a pretty big <laughs> that was a pretty big moment in the game. That turnover directly affected them not winning the game. So why is nobody talking about that? Instead, instead, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about a penalty that was deserved. That happened before the play even happened. And we actually have people like <laughs> co-signing this argument that Patrick Mahomes has. And he he's he's acting like a baby on the field. Like he's screaming at referees, profanity galore. You is is QB 1A and QB 1A 1B. And you you kind of you snuff Josh. Snub Josh, I should say. You snub Josh, we got problems. I'm gonna snuff you back. But you snub Josh talking about this the worst penalty you ever. And Josh shows the most class in the world, right? He doesn't attack them, nothing. He he kind of just taps them on the chest, like, yeah, I know, bro. I know, bro. Same way the the Chiefs get you know flags thrown for them all the time that directly help them in games. Now they mad when it happens the other way around. And what's the what's the worst part is it didn't even happen the other way around. It was a legitimate penalty, a legitimate penalty that, bro, before you let the ball go, that ball, the, the play was coming back. You can't be mad at the rest because they were like, oh, that was a cool play. Let me pick up this flag now. That makes no sense. Anyway, I that was a tangent. I, my point is. <laughs> that turnover directly affected the outcome of that game. And, um, he, you know, he, he should be held accountable for that. Patrick Mahomes is now over double digits and interceptions, by the way. So he is officially turnover prone because that is when they started saying it about Josh. Back to the Cowboys. Buffalo Bills take on the Cowboys. They are coming into Orchard Park. Big game. Cowboys look like top two, top three team in the league. Right. Uh, yeah, hey, hey, you can't just yell at people, you you can't. All right, so even if you listen to his apology, he didn't apologize to the refs, he said he doesn't, he doesn't really have a problem with how he acted on the field, he more so has a problem with how he snubbed Josh, which I appreciate, but. You were, bro, what? It was a penalty. You you can't say, he can't say it's ruining the game and you don't, you don't regret how you acted when you were dead wrong. And even the, you know, Patrick Mahomes, like flunkies, the people on, on national media that, you know, won't stop talking about him. Even they had to say, yo, you dead wrong. You dead wrong, Pat. And and Andy, and they were so 
and my man RC3 is absolutely correct. Uh, the refs are going to be hopefully on the Chiefs' ass for the rest of the year. That would be nice to see uh, a, a Kansas City Chiefs team that don't have a NFL favoritism whistle. That would be super interesting to see. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we got us. The man, the myth, the legend is here. Legend in two games, no peewee. Championship coach Mookie Hawkins in the building. What's going on, coach? What's good? What's good? I was just uh, I was just complaining to everybody about uh the double standard of Patrick Mahomes and this the the stupid controversy that wasn't a controversy that turned into a controversy just because he opened his mouth. Um, but I was getting into the Dallas Cowboys game. Cowboys game coming up this weekend. Huge match for both teams, right? We look at the Cowboys. Fourth in offense, third in defense, second second in passing, 11th in rushing, right? In the Bills, fifth in offense, 14th in defense, fifth in passing, 10th in rushing. So, very good matchup where the Bills can do it all. They can throw, they can pass, they can run, uh, and they can play defense when needed. Then, of course, the Cowboys can do it all as well. They can pass, run, play defense when needed. And uh, they're, they're looking real good. And it's a really big matchup, especially because it's two potential MVP candidates going at it. What's your thoughts on the matchup, upcoming matchup this weekend? Oh, wait a minute. So Josh is an MVP candidate? I mean, he better be an MVP candidate. He has the best statistics of any quarterback in the league. I don't know, but the team is seven and six. If the Bills go on a run, and they finish the year 11 and six, 10 and six, something like that. He better be an MVP candidate because there's, if they, if the Bills are nine, have nine wins right now, it's bar none, not even close. Like he's running away with it right now. So they don't even know who to give it to <laughs> because Josh Allen is the guy who's actually playing the best. But Josh Allen is unpopular in the media, and he plays for a team that is kind of struggling right now. So they are looking for anybody and a mama to give it to because they can't talk nice about Josh Allen. So they got to figure out who to give it to on the other oh, side. Oh, they still talking mess about Josh Allen. Yeah, absolutely. Then I said they're not going to talk nice about him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they just want to bring the interceptions up. You know, Dan Orvalowski, you know, said it best. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was second in the league last year in interceptions. They won the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, that stuff really doesn't hold no weight. You know, they worried about the wrong shit, you know what I mean, to be quite honest. So, um, yeah, worry about why Josh Allen is leading the league in touchdowns. You know, that, that's what should be talked about. And total right? yards. Yeah, and total yards. And so, I mean, oh, well. Uh, Cowboys... They can beat the Cowboys. I don't see why they can't. You know, they they improved that they can play with the best of them, right? Um, you know, the Philadelphia game, Kansas City game, and right now they're facing another tough test. And you know, the Cowboys. Uh, this is the big storm that you know that the Bills had to weather, and you know they've been doing a fairly uh, you know good job of weathering the storm. Um, you know, hey, you two and two, you got you know the signing matchup. At home versus, you know, one of the hottest teams in the NFL. So um, you do have, you know, that home element to place to your advantage because the Bills, you know, 
virtually flawless at home. So they have that in their favor. And, um, yeah, we're going to see what Dak is made of this week, too. Uh, you got two good defenses that, you know, both allows under 20 points per game. So uh, something's definitely going to have to give. It is going to be, you know, this Bills offense because they're one of the, you know, tops when it comes to scoring points. Um, Dallas, you know, they're definitely one of the tops when it comes to scoring points. They've been averaging about, what, 40 points a game in the past eight weeks. So, you know, it's going to be a tough task. Uh, another um, preview could potentially be a Super Bowl matchup, if you will. And, um, you know, I think the Bills are definitely going to be up for the challenge. Um, they play that the, the style of defense that Dallas plays, the Bills like. Uh, you know, they won't have to worry about too much uh, double team and digs because they got Gilmore over there. So, um, you know, look to see, you know, that matchup in its entirety uh, on Sunday. I think Stefan Dix is going to have a big game. Uh, he usually goes off against those, the, you know, the best corners in the league. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, you, you take a look at this game and it's it's kind of a battle between like two two really good teams, obviously two teams looking to make a Super Bowl run this year. How important is this game for the Cowboys to get a home field advantage? Because I, all right, let me, if you, if you look at this game, I, I kind of feel like Jerry gets embarrassed really easily, right? If you remember the last time the Bills played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, when we beat them, that's kind of when Jerry had like his moment, right? He, he, he kind of threw a little fit, right? I don't know what it is about the Bills. It's like anytime the Bills beat somebody, they bench their quarterback. You got, you know, Patrick Mahomes crying on the field. Like, I don't know what it is about the Bills, but they just make people extra emotional. But th this game is obviously big for a lot of reasons. Uh, the Bills need this game to make the playoffs. They don't need this game to make the playoffs, but it would be very, very nice, right? We just saw the Chargers get stomped by the Raiders. <laughs> so they're probably not going to be in the playoffs. The Browns got Joe Flacco at quarterback. I wouldn't bet my money on them. Steelers wouldn't bet my money on them. Colts, Texans, maybe. I mean, you look at the Bills, and I, I'm not even scared of any of the divisional winners. Maybe the Ravens. That's it. Like, if the Bills do make it to the dance, it it, it really feels like there's a great opportunity for them to to make something happen here. Oh, without a doubt. Um, <clears throat> going through the schedule, weather in the storm or whatever the case may be, uh, it's going to make sure that this Bills team is battle-tested, especially with the schedule of opponents that they face throughout the entire season. So if they can weather this storm and, and go on a run here and win the next five, uh, the confidence is going to be sky high. And then, you know, you can pretty much say that, you know, this team has really, you know, got in sync at the right time. And, you know, that's where you want to be you want to be in sync you know during the playoffs uh where things matter the most you're 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 on the same page everything is clicking on all cylinders and your defense is balling out so um it could be you know one of those things where it finally connects for this bills team and you know nobody said it was going to be easy uh you know the expectation has really been set high for this team you know over the past couple of years 
So, you know, maybe at its more adverse moment, this Bills team will rise to the occasion because they have that continuity component to where, you know, those guys have been playing with each other for the past four or five years. So that has to that has to get in sync at some point, at some phase in the season. And right now, um, it looks like, you know, it could easily be that way, especially uh, if they are able to, uh, you know, come our way with the victory this week. They come away with the victory versus the Cowboys. Um, I mean, it's pretty much in their favor, you know, going down the stretch to a point where the Bills' last five games was one of the toughest around. Right now, it doesn't look that tough, you know, if they can get past the Cowboys. Chargers just getting their ass kicked uh, just a minute ago. It didn't. Uh, the Bills definitely owe New England, and that game will be at home. And it was set the stage up for uh, the divisional championship versus the Dolphins, you know. So who's to say? that, you know, Miami may lose two out of the next three or three out of the next four. Right. And, you know, that last game of the season won't matter. Who knows? You know, who knows at this point? Uh, the way that Miami's playing, the way the Bills are, are transcending right now. So um, definitely a game that the Bills have no choice but to be up for the challenge or, you know, that will, you know, damper their playoff chances, uh, you know, if they – aren't able to uh, beat the Cowboys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, per ESPN, FBI, the Bills are the third best team in the entire National Football League. <laughs> it's crazy that they're 7 <laughs> and 6. In these 7 and 6, right? Uh, also, per ESPN, FBI, if the Bills were to win this weekend, they have a 60% shot at making the playoffs, which is pretty good. Um, obviously, you, you'd then be two games above 500 and – I reckon we'll have a couple little seven to six teams drop to 500 this weekend. Um, so you'd be ahead of the pack there. And then, like you mentioned, they might even have a shot for the division because you take a look at it. Miami schedule where they got the Ravens, the Cowboys, the Jets and the Bills again. So it's like they none of those games, games are easy for real. Like you I could theoretically see them losing all four games. They just lost the Titans and I would take the Jets over the Titans for real. Especially if Jack Wilson is throwing 300 yards and the defense is playing like they can. Yeah, you're absolutely right on that. And and that's what I'm saying. Now it looks like Miami has the toughest remaining schedule, you know, out of this this here. Uh, They easily could lose to the Jets. We know what the Jets defense brings to this table. And, um, you know, they may not be without the services of the Cheetah this week. You know, he didn't practice all week, but. I'm quite sure he's going to be, you know, ready to go or maybe give it a shot. Really if he can't up. go, then, I mean, yeah. doesn't really matter. But, you know, just defense is going to be, you know, on point regardless who's out there. So, uh, you know, that's a 50-50 toss-up. Uh, like you said, they went out there and won with Will Levis. Uh, Zach Wilson's coming off his career game. Uh, you know, maybe he can keep that up. And, and if they can score some points. You know, with Miami, then, man, you know, they can pull off another shocker. And then, hey, they got the Cowboys and then they got the Ravens. Like you said, those games will not be easy. And then, you know, they have to play the Bills the last game of the season. So Miami's right now looking like they have the toughest schedule in the NFL, not the Buffalo Bills. So, you know, the Bills just got to take care of business one game at a time. Uh, You know, come with an aggressive approach. Uh, play like your life is on the line and, you know, made the chips fall where they lay, you know. So I, I I believe that the Bills can, you know, come out of this thing with the dub. Um, you know, why not? 
James Cook, you, you keep saying James Cook, my X factor. The Bills go how James Cook go. If you, you don't give him the ball, then your offense is going to, you know, it's not going to go right. You know, it's not going to work well. Um, when he does have the football in his, hand, in his hands, good things happen. Um, the Bills kind of took the ball out of his hands, you know, during that game and almost allowed Kansas City to come out with the, with the dub right there. Um, there's no reason for you not to have the type of first half he had and not to have career numbers, you know, what you continuing to give him the ball. Um, you don't give him the ball. Josh turns the ball over against Kansas City momentum. Uh, you come out in the second half. You give him the ball again. You march right down like it's easy. And then, you know, you go away from that until the fourth quarter or whatever. You got to run the ball with this team. We, 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 we press the issue so much on trying to, you know, make Josh the hero. Josh is going to be the hero regardless. He's the quarterback of the team. Play football. Use the other weapons that you have. You know, protect your quarterback. Use James Cook. Um, certain things that I didn't understand, like you take him out and you got Ty Johnson coming. No, no knock on him, but what's the reason of putting Ty Johnson in the game when James Cook is cooking out there? Like you, you, you turning the fire out for no reason, and then you giving him plays that you figure that James Cook should be having. Like you give Ty Johnson a toss sweep, you don't give James Cook a toss sweep. You, you, you give Ty Johnson a stand up in an empty set. You don't give James Cook a stand up in an empty set. So some of these play calls with the personnel at times had me scratching my head on you know James Cook need to be in there in those type of situations. For him to have five catches and 83 yards and a score on in the first half and, and him not to get targeted at all in the second half, I don't have no understanding to that. And when he was so much of a focal point of your scheme, you know, in the first half, which led to a lot of success. The game really should have been 21-zip, but we went away from, you know, James Cook there and, and hey, turnovers happen. And we know when turnovers happen, that momentum swings and, you know, it's a different ball game right there. So they got to do better with ball control. You know, that's been the Achilles heel of this Bills team, having ball control. Knowing when you have a comfortable lead, how to have ball control to control the game. You allow time to stay on the clock when you're going three and out. You give a team a time to get back in the game that way. But if you run the ball, you control the clock, you control the game, you control the situation, and – it doesn't allow a team to get back in the game because there won't be enough time left on the clock. Um, bad clock management in the last stretch of that. Why are you passing the ball with 2.40 to go and then they get the ball back with 2.06 in all of their timeouts? If they would have just ran the football, you still end up kicking the field goal anyway. So it didn't matter. So you run the football. Let them use all their timeouts and kill clock, right? So if they would have did that, Kansas City would have got the ball back with a minute two and one timeout left. If that. But, yeah, right, if that. If they just would have ran the ball three straight times, then opposed to throwing it right there. If you're going to throw the ball, come with your bread and butter play or a play that you know that is going to be well executed to the point where it's going to score your touchdown and this guy is wide open. We can't just be freestyling and hoping that we 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 score on this, 
you know, to close the game out. Make sure you call in the right play to score to close the game out. You know, and that's, you know, that's, again, that shows me a lot in Joe Brady. You know, he, he's better than Dorsey, but is he really the guy going forward, you know, with this offense? Um, you know, so he's doing better things than Dorsey, but I'm just not quite sown on, you know, some of the play calling down the stretch as well, you know, with Brady at times. Yeah, I I was I was just going to say I, I agree with you as far, as far as the James Cook point. One thing about the Bills is that under McDermott, really, since LaShawn McCoy left, they don't give RB1, RB1 touches. Uh, they like to divide those touches up amongst both other running backs, if not just the, the spell back. But uh, Ty Johnson has been balling. But I understand your point, but Ty Johnson definitely has been getting it done. Uh, and I absolutely, you you took what I was about to say, right? Uh, I look at this Dallas game, and it's like, okay, the Bills only scored 20 points, but they held the Chiefs to 17 points. Uh, it wasn't that good of a game, blah, 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 blah. But then you look at it, and I was, I was literally, I wrote it down, I was just about to say this. They didn't run for three drives while having the lead there in the second half. And it was just like, why not? Why why are we not running? I don't understand this. So if we do run, I feel like that game looks different for those three drives specifically. I feel like we put more yards on the board. We put more points on the board. And then, of course, the Josh INT. If you take away both of those and we execute properly, that game is a blowout, um, realistically, right? So if you look at that, Joe Brady seemed to have learned from his mistake because after those three drives, they gave a heavy dosage of running. And um, and then, again, I'm with you as far as I don't understand the the management. I think they threw a bubble screen on that first down. It felt Why are you going to keep doing that? You did that You did that all day with Diz, and it hasn't worked on the short side of the field. Why are we doing that play? You know, you're doing that to the short side. It's easier for – the defender to make a play to run up, um, you know, during Less that. To cover. That's why yeah. this keep dropping the ball because, first of all, you don't want to – he's going to get killed if he yeah. do catch the ball. So, why take that hit right there? So, it's just uh, – it's not a – find a better way to get Diggs the ball. Like, you know, you should be able to scheme him open. Motions, play actions, run him across the middle. If teams are going to double him, it's hard to double if you're running him across the middle. You know, so like it's, it's certain ways you should be, you know, doing things differently to get your star receiver to ball. Bubble screens, I mean, for that to be the focal point of getting them. Not with two minutes. Right. Not like, when you got, you got the lead. If you get a field goal, you win the game. We don't need a bubble screen at that point. You don't need like. Or just know. use him as a decoy, fake the bubble, and then, you know, run a number two a up draw. the seam or something. Yeah. No, just run a, run a receiver that's going to block up the seam. If they're. Over committing oh, on that play, all right. That's, that's that was that was what they did on the game play where he missed him in the end zone. Release him up the field so they can back off a little bit. It's, it's, we just so what you see is what you get, and seemed like down the stretch they kind of ran out of plays. You know what I mean? Like that first half, they was just dialing it up. It was man, it, 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 new plays are working. Then they went away from those. They did. And then it seemed like they kind of ran out of plays down the stretch there. You know so. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was weird. They definitely, it was like, oh my god, the creativity, and then it just all stopped. I don't know. It was, it was very Dorsey, Dorsey esque. Honestly, Dorsey did that all the time. 
pulling out all the stops in preseason. <laughs> but then he gets that regular season and he's vanilla as hell. Um, all right, so, so my point in saying all that was if we could get a consistent game plan from, from, from Joe Brady, which I actually do have confidence in because I feel like he gave us a great game plan when we played uh, Philly. And then who was the team we played before? Philly? The Jets, we had a great game plan. And then to start the Chiefs game out, I feel like we had a good game plan. And then I feel like the the Patriot effect took place, where it's just kind of like, you know how teams kind of get that, like when they used to play the dynastic Patriots, it was kind of, it was just like, oh, we're going to shoot ourselves in the foot inexplicably and give these guys a shot. And I feel like the Chiefs have that luck now, and the Bills kind of just fell into that and started doing unnecessary, stupid stuff and in, in kind of not following along with the, the flow of the game. And we gave them an opportunity to get back into it. Now, if you, you play in Dallas, this team doesn't have quite that mystique. Uh, they do certainly have the national media uh, all over them, but it's not that championship caliber mystique where you just like, you know, the Cowboys do play a very safe brand of football where they let you beat yourselves, but I feel like it's something different. But looking at all of that and, and what Joe Brady can do, what he has accomplished up to this point, do you think he'll be able to go toe-to-toe with these Cowboys defense? Yeah, got the weapons to do it. You just got to dial it up. You just got to execute it and find, find the ways to manipulate to manipulate uh, the, the Cowboys' defensive line. You know, that's that's the key thing there. Find ways to manipulate this defensive front of the Dallas Cowboys, and you'll be fine. Um, if they find success in the run game, they will be fine, all right? Um you have to run the ball. You have to run right at these guys. Micah Parsons is going to be bouncing all over the place. And then when the game is on the line, he's going to go at the one he feels is the weakest link. So uh, you have to run at them. Uh, you have to run Josh Allen, too, in, in this game. Uh, RPO, uh, some some pre-snap motions uh, to recognize the coverages and how uh, they're going to attack, uh, you know, Josh Allen and company. And they should be fine. Uh, take their shots, uh, you know, get up on the center again, run some pre-snap motions and, you know, they should be fine uh, against this Cowboys team. Uh, if you look at what Seattle was able to do against the Cowboys, even though they lost that game, um, Gino uh, Smith was damn near flawless <coughs> you know, during that time. And, you know, San Fran, if you take those two game tapes and, you know, find out what makes what, what works for you within your scheme, do that. Um, and you'll have success against this Cowboys team. Uh, defensively, you know, they play a lot of man. So, you know, that's definitely going to work into the Bills' favor. You know, uh, they just got to recognize the one-on-one matchups and go at them, uh, you know, get to their issue. So Dallas Cowboys feel that their defensive line is going to apply as, as much pressure. So it's going to give you some one-on-one opportunities. So we have to take advantage of those opportunities. Or run a damn screen for once, right? Crying out loud. We know they're going to come, you know, hard and over aggressive. This is the week that the Bills should implement some sort of screen with the running back to, you know, back back those over aggressive pass rush defenses off, you know. So hopefully a screen could be implemented this week. And if we do see one, it may go the distance. 
I don't I don't really care to see a screen, honestly. I I don't know. I don't know. Our defense, our offensive line just don't seem to be very good at screens. And so I'm kind of overseeing it. But if it does happen, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to complain or anything. Well, that's but, part of the game. I mean, yeah, I, teams yeah. are doing what they're doing. Well, I mean, to, to your point, if you want to kind of neutralize uh, Michael Parsons and Marcus Lawrence a little bit, you know, you, you run some RPO, some options, some screens and, and things like that. I, I, I completely understand. I just, they don't, they don't get it right very often. And I don't know why that is, but I, I don't know. Anyway. Um, and that's, that's coaching. You got to be able to execute a screen. This is the NFL. You mean tell me that you can't run every play in the playbook? Why is that? Why is that? Those guys know how to run screens. You got to teach them how to run it. You know, so I'll tell me that they don't, they can't. Why? What's the reason on why you can't effectively and efficiently run a screen? This is the NFL. They run screens on every team except for the Buffalo Bills. That's the question that makes you say, why is that? Yeah. All right. Don't look now, but if the Bills went out, the Ravens got the Cowboys and the Dolphins. The Chiefs don't got a very easy schedule left. The Dolphins don't got an easy, very schedule left. So, not saying the Bills are going to be the one seed. I'm just saying it is not impossible if they win out. If they win out, they definitely in the playoffs. Probably mm-hmm. win the division if they win out. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. All right. They'd be uh, close. I mean, it's gonna take Baltimore to take some L's too. Um, you know, Cowboys so and Dolphins coming up. It'll be close, but most importantly, the Bills just want to get that playoff spot. If they can control their destiny and win out, then they'll win the division. And that should be more than good enough for this Bills team with everything that they've gone through this season again. So um, just controlling their own destiny, winning out right now at this point is the best bet for uh, this Bills team to make the playoffs, uh, controlling their own destiny. And, again, and once they make the playoffs, then they'll be a pretty scary team. And I don't think nobody – want to play this Bills team, you know, at that rate. You know, they run the table and don't lose anymore. They're going to be on fire. And the confidence is going to be sky high heading into the playoffs. And, you know, they're not going to be, you know, nervous or anything like that to any competition because of the teams that they face down the stretch during the regular season. Yeah, who are you afraid of? Are you not afraid to walk into Miami? Done that before. Beat Miami 11 of the last 12 games. You're not afraid to walk into Baltimore. We've done that before. You're not afraid to walk into Arrowhead. We've done that this year. <laughs> You're not afraid to walk into Cincinnati or Tennessee. Or... You're definitely not afraid to walk into those places. Right. So, you know, I, hey, the Bills got a, as good of a shot as any this year if they can make it into the dance. But, you know, some, some, some just, just, just mine, just, just, they'll up. make it. The Bills will make it. Trust ups me, have, have the put Bills. the Bills in a position where they they they're going to make it. They they know they the NFL know what they're doing. They made the schedule. They know what they're doing. It's high ironic that you know it just fall into place like this. A team that's you know a Super Bowl contending team. You know they do have some shortcomings and stuff like that. But this schedule here just puts it all in place. And you know the football guys is on their side a little bit. It is getting a little bit of help. So yeah. Um, you know, it's good to get some help finally. Quarterback so, injuries the Lord, yeah. man. And that, that Tennessee uh, victory versus the Dolphins was huge. It was so huge. They could get another one of those. You know, man, 
you know, yeah, that's that's big things. That's that's definitely going to elevate the confidence to go out and get the job done and take care of their business. So uh, it starts with the Cowboys. Uh, again, the Bills are having, you know, the Cowboys play here at home. So that definitely bodes well in the Bills' favor. Uh, so it's possible for them to come out with the dub, without a doubt. So something's going to give. The Bills don't give up. You know, they, the Bills were like top five and uh, points allowed. So is uh, Dallas. You know, they're they're not too far behind. Uh, and they both have two high-powered offenses. So something is definitely going to have to be a give. So that's why I say the Bills have to run the ball, keep the Cowboys' high-powered offense off the field, and, you know, make plays. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not your slightly older brother's Buffalo Bills defensive line, though. All right. This defensive line is coming to play. You're not just going to get pushed around by a Cowboys offensive line no more. Uh, you know, Big Ed Oliver and Jordan Phillips and and all them boys going to have something to say about it. So let me get an X factor from you, a score prediction before we get up out of here. Hmm. James Cook. <laughs> Yeah, we know James Cook's obviously the X Factor, but I'm going to go with a different X Factor this one. Okay. Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is the X Factor. Uh, it's time for him to have a breakout game. And, you know, with the defense that the Cowboys do play, should enable Diggs to, you know, be the best version of himself this week. So uh, I'm looking for Diggs to have 10 plus catches and over 100 yards. Uh, maybe two tutties. Who knows? You know, but one for sure. So, Stefan Diggs would be the X factor. There's no way that the Bills can beat uh, the Cowboys without Stefan Diggs having a big game. Yeah. All right. Well, he's going to have to do it against Gilly Locke, former Buffalo Bill, who will likely be following him around the field as the Cowboys love to play a lot of men. So, you probably see a lot of that. Uh, get ready for, I'm going to say my X factor. Get ready for it. I don't even know if this kid is an X Factor anymore. At this point, he's like the number two, three option on our team. But I, I would say get ready for a big dose of Dalton Kincaid because he's the only one that can get separation. Him, James Cook, and Steph, but they always double team stuff. So it's like you, you kind of need uh, the, the extra body there. Uh, we'd like to see Shakir and Davis get open a little more, you know, maybe. Uh, Take a page out of Dable's book. Remember in, what was that, the 2021 year, I believe it was, the year after the COVID year? Because the COVID year was the year we got really good, and everybody was like, that was a fluke. So then the next year when we played in front of fans, Josh started throwing all over the yard, and it was throwing the cross routes. So take, like, a couple pages out of Dable's book. Start mm-hmm. running some crossers, especially if you know you're going to see a, a ton of man, and, uh, you know, get some plays down the field, get some separation. Um, and I feel like Dalton KK is going to be a big part of that. Oh, and even Dawson Knox is back, and he looked pretty good against the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, but I think the 12 personnel has kind of slowed down the offense the past couple of weeks, trying to focus on, you know, that alone kind of, like, hindered, I think, the Bills' offense, you know, didn't used to what they were the past couple of weeks without 12 personnel. So, I don't know. We'll oh, see. Okay. We'll, we'll see the tempo there. Um Don Kincaid, let's not forget, uh, a lot of people were saying that the Cowboys was going to take him. So, uh, you know, it might be some little incentive uh, in, in that matchup with Dalton uh, to prove to the Cowboys, like, hey, you didn't put a trigger on me. Uh, you know, look look at me now. So, I don't know. You know, it does have that 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 incentive pitch to it. So, yeah, I'm all in with it. Uh, Don Kincaid, uh, but definitely uh, this, this week, 
they're going to definitely need Stefan Diggs to appear. So I'm all in on Diggs this week. Well, uh, would definitely be some poetic justice if Dalton Kincaid was able to come and have a big game and get the dub for the Bills. So uh, that'd be cool. Well, we will see this Sunday. Blues a 4 p.m. game. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo Bills versus the Dallas Cowboys. Big matchup. Playoffs on the line for the Bills. One seed on the line for the Cowboys. Coach, send us out. The Bills can run the table with a victory versus the Cowgirls this week. Do you believe? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Now, find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all sports information from live in-game betting props and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Now use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50%. Welcome your bonus on your first deposit. Now Bet Online is where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.